where Jesus builds it. Come on, Holy Ghost. You hear what I'm saying? The world, though, the, the world gets its money together. It tries, to get, it tries to outdo God. It builds these big sanctuaries. It builds these big temples. And it, but you know, God has one message. That unless his church is built upon the cross, come on, yes. it's not his church. Why don't you do a lot of carpentry work? You ever build something with three nails? <laughs> but those nails were the foundation. Come on, somebody. The death on the cross was the foundation that we can go to heaven. Nobody could do that. Nobody ever done that. Nobody will ever do it again. An old rugged cross with three nails changed the whole world. <laughs> You ever stopped and thought about that? My God, he is the King of kings and Lord of lords. There is no other but Jesus. Buddha's not the way. Mohammed's not the way. Mary's not the way. Jesus is the way. I don't know about you. I'm going to stir myself up. If, if, if y'all don't get excited, I'm going to get excited. <laughs> hey, we're living in a time where we need to worship God. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this, this day. Thank you for the word. We thank you for the spirit that's here this morning. In Jesus' name. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, and you all know me by now, I'm a one-way preacher. One way. Listen, years ago when I was a young man, I remember I went the wrong way on a one-way. You ever done that? <laughs> Boy, you hear them horns, man. Bomb, bomb, bomb. Hey, you nut. Where you going? <laughs> scared to live and dick. <laughs> I thought it was going the right way. Come on, somebody. <laughs> I do that a little bit sometimes. <laughs> Janet said, Lanny, stop looking on the side of the road. You're going to go to ditch. You always want to look at stuff. You always want to see things. <laughs> okay. God is good. <laughs> All right. All right, turn with me to Genesis chapter 6 real quick. I want to preach a simple message. I call it dark times. How many know that we're living in dark times? The attitude about God and his, about sin is that he, he doesn't like it. Come on, Holy Ghost. No, no, he hates it. I, I, I was wondering this morning what the Lord wanted to minister on. I got a... A text from a, a brother. They were preaching at the Mardi Gras parade in, uh, in Baton Rouge. Now, I'm going to be a little, a little blunt today, okay? Because, listen, I'm glad there's no kids. He told me, and I saw it. He didn't tell me. I saw the picture. There was a float coming down. It had a, it had a male sex organ sticking out the front of it. And on the side of it, they had painted... A woman's legs open, and I don't want to get graphic, but it wasn't nice. And, and you know what? Children were on that side of that road. And, and, and he told me, he said, they had giant nipples. You know, a nipple looks like a baby nipple, but it had a man's penis on the end of it. Like there was politicians were riding in that parade. People that know better, that should have done something about it, allowed it. We're living in dark times. I was so grieved. I said, I can't believe it's gotten that bad. But it has. They're always crying about children being molested. But they're molesting those children right in the middle of the street. But you Satan controls Mardi Gras. Listen, I don't want to get anybody mad. Listen, I've heard some Christians go to go see my, you got to run from that thing. It's wicked. And it's getting more and more wickeder every day. Every time it happens. Men are getting their minds are getting deprived, they're depraved, I mean, their minds are getting more sick. They're coming out with all kinds of things that listen, if that don't grieve you, it grieves me. I'm scared for America. I'm scared for Louisiana. Turn with me to Genesis chapter 6, and I'm going to tell you why. Dark times. 
Remember, we're living in dark times, America. I know people are listening to me over the internet, and I'm not going to be shy about it. We need to repent as a nation. We, we need to repent before it's too late because it's happening. All the way in the beginning of Genesis chapter 6, God had created the earth. We know the story. And Adam and Eve had sinned against God, right? They did something God told them not to do. And sin came, it was, came into the world. Men's hearts are wicked. Men today have done more wickedness than Sodom and Gomorrah. It's getting that point. If you ever read the story about Sodom and Gomorrah, God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah because of homosexuality. And probably a lot of other sins on top of that. The angels went to see if what they heard or what God sent them to see if the city was as bad as God heard. And when the angels got there a lot, Abraham's nephew met him at the gate. And Lot brought the two angels into the, his house. Because that was the custom. You would, you would entertain a stranger. The men of the city came and was banging on Lot's door. They wanted those angels to rape them. They said it themselves. Bring them out that we may know them. And here we are. Creation had maybe we were right around a thousand years. And I'm just estimating from our reading of the Bible... From chapter 1 of Genesis to chapter 6, men had gotten very corrupt. And it's very clear that God wasn't happy. When I see what I saw on that video, Lawrence, I can almost picture what God was feeling at this moment. When he had to judge man on the earth. He's, just, he's the same God. He feels the same way. He hates sin the same way. I don't care what a preacher says or anybody says. Sin is sin. And God ain't changed his mind. Verse 5 says this. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth. Are you reading that? I'm reading from New King James. But, and that every intent of his heart or thoughts of his heart was only evil. Continually. <laughs> now, just listen to that little word. It's not, it's, it's, it just wants, the, the man wants to sin. They want to hate. They want to do things that are not right. Their hearts are evil continually. There was nobody righteous on the whole earth at that time but Noah and his wife and his sons and their wives. Eight people. Out of possibly thousands, maybe millions by this time. Because God was angry. Men's hearts are evil continually. You know what gets me angry? I watch them throw millions of dollars and sometimes the billions of dollars to try to correct issues in America. I said it the other day, we don't have a race issue in this. We have, come on. We don't have a skin problem. We have a sin problem. You want, you want to know what I think? Because man is corrupting themselves so much that man thinks, well, if we can only spend money and make people think different. That ain't going to happen, Lawrence. Unless the heart is changed, there won't be no change. And according to my Bible, the only one that can change your heart is Jesus, right? But they don't want nothing to do with Jesus. We don't want God in our schools. We don't want God in our government. We don't want God in our churches in some cases even. We've preached the fear of God right out. We're just going to be a social club, a happy bunch. It ain't going to happen like that, praise God. Listen, I love being happy. I'm the most happiest person probably you know. But when it comes down to what God says, I'm not going to change his mind. He said their hearts are evil continually. And you know what the remedy was for that? Where I was reading now. <laughs> Six. And the Lord was sorry, or it repented the Lord. The word King James says repent, but it means he was sorry. That he even made man on the earth. Let me tell you something. That's the only time in the Bible that I ever find God is ever sorry of making something. When he made man. He wasn't sorry for making the birds. He wasn't sorry for making the fish, the trees. Only thing he said he was sorry that he made because men had gotten so evil. 
and so wicked. And God ordered Abraham, or even Noah, to build an ark. He said, build an ark. He said, I'm going to save you and your family, but that's the rest of this, this, this world I'm, I'm going to destroy. God destroyed in the days of Noah. Now listen, that's, that's hard preaching, but there were dark days. Listen, there were, it was dark when you couldn't find but eight people that acknowledged God. That he brought the judgment of God upon this place. And the Lord told Noah, build an ark. Get your house in there. Get, you, get it two kinds of every animal. And we're going to go on the, the, you know, different type of birds and clean animals and stuff. So I, put them in the ark. And he, and he gave a word. And that came to me a long time ago. He says, come thou into the ark. Where does God have to be to say Come. In the ark. See, see, God never left Noah. Come on, somebody. Listen, we see a lot of bad things in America in this world right now, but God ain't left his church. God's still with us. He's riding these storms with us. Listen, it's going to get rough. I hate to be a doom gloom preacher, but it's true. There's people in this country, people in our leadership in America right now, want to stop this little church from happening. Or many churches that are preaching the gospel. Because it's the only thing that preaches against the evil that's in their heart. Come on, somebody. Noah was a preacher of righteousness. You know what Noah was doing? Well, he's been repent. There's a storm coming. God's going to judge this earth. You know, and everybody laughed probably at Noah and made fun of Noah. What you going to float that boat on to do? Come on, building a, a boat in the middle of... <laughs> with no oceans? <laughs> What you going to do with it? And laughed and politics made fun of him. You better get ready. It's coming. Listen, we get out there. Listen, you better turn from your sin. Jesus Christ is coming back. You better get right. You better make sure. That's why I push it over here more. Listen, I think you're the greatest people in the world. But you know what? I don't know you like God knows you. See, I'm just the message. I'm not the message. And God is the one that does the redeeming. You have to go and try your own heart. Don't you know what's in your heart? Come on, somebody. Don't you know what's in your heart? Don't you understand that sin will be judged? And God's going to start where? He's not going to start in Washington, D.C. He's going to start in Court of Homes or any church that is preaching the gospel. Because he's coming for a church without spot. Without blemish. Listen, if you see some blemishes, you better get rid of them. <laughs> you better do something right now. It's, hey, listen, hey, I'm, I hear the call. I hear, I'm coming, son. I'm coming. I, I, listen, the trumpets are sounding. God's fixing to rain upon this earth. Praise God. Where will you be? And I hope you're all right. That's not what I'm talking about. But in each, in each one of us, there's blemishes that we have to correct. And that's personal between you and the Lord, okay? I'm not going to point you out and say, well, this is your blemish. and I think you'll do this. And blemish. Listen, I'm going to preach you behind the pulpit, but you know what you need to do, right? All right. Turn me to Romans chapter 1. Paul is preaching. Again, to society that has fallen. And it's gotten to the point, I'm going to read a little bit to you, just going to... Uh, just bear with me, okay? Because I got a few verses I want to read out of this chapter, all right? It's very clear, verse 20. Remember, we talked about Noah, the beginning of creation, when God first created man. Listen, there's not a person in here can't tell me there's no God. Because it's evident. Everything that you see outside, in this building, everything takes information. What I mean by that, you have to have, listen, it took information to write, write this Bible, right? You didn't just throw a bunch of 26 letters together and shook a box open and, 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 and all, these, all of them organized just like, like you see it, right? That's why evolution is nothing but a hogwash. You can't take no information. And make information. Right. That's what I'm saying. Those chairs you sit in had a designer. 
Everything around us, everything you look at, somebody put it together, right? And Paul is making this argument right here in verse 20. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes, God's attributes, God's, God's clearly seen in all that he created, right? You see the birds, you see the trees, you see, you see humans, you see anything you see. You can't tell me you can't acknowledge there is a God. It's a fool that said in his heart. There is no God. You got to look around and say, listen, God is, God's evident everywhere. His attributes. God thought about all this stuff. God, everything came from the Lord. Everything you, 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 you enjoy in life comes from the Lord. But there's no reason not scientifically or any other reason to, to denounce God. Right? They're clearly seen. It says... Being understood by the things that are made, even as the eternal power and Godhead. God is in charge. God, God designed it. Everything's under, under the Lord. Everything is not, it's not under Joe Biden. It's not under Donald Trump. It's not on the United Nations. It's not on, the, it's not on this nation and that nation and this people. It's God's. Come on, somebody. Everything is the Lord's. It's under his Godhead. And when he's ready to judge it, brother... Listen, hold, you better step back. It's a consuming fire. It's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. He is a consuming fire. And it says he's in Romans. Let me go ahead and read this. Because although they knew God, talking about men, talking about creation, people, they did not glorify him as God. When I sit back and I look at them four do dingbats you call the view on the view that's what they are those ladies on the view that's a bunch of, bunch of communists they denounce holiness they denounce God's word they denounce living a righteous life they denounce God created male and female they denounce holiness and, and anyway when I can look at that lady Goonbird whatever her name is uh <laughs> the lady with the uh, dreadlocks. Whoopi Goonbird. Or Goonbird Goon, or she is a Goonbird, Hallelujah. And I'm not ashamed of it. Because she, she's a fool. And to make statements like they make on that show is blasphemous. But yet the world praises them. A knowledge without God. They refuse to glorify him as God. Oh, they got many gods. You can go to... Booty, you can go to Muhammad, and you can go to uh, Mary, you can go to the tree outside if you want to make it a God. How, how degrading you can be to the glorious Father in heaven to compare a tree with no life to the God of all the universe. <laughs> Every time I talk about this, I, came up with, I come up with this. You know, light travels at 186,000 miles per second. That's fast. As quick as you snap your finger, light can go around the whole earth. Light traveling from the sun to the earth takes about eight minutes. To get to the nearest star to us, Alpha Centauri, the nearest star to our solar system that you see out there, takes four years at 186,000 miles per second. Wait, to cross the Milky Way, where, you know, our Milky Way, where our solar system sits, it will take 100 million years for light to travel across our Milky Way. To hold a penny up, armland, or grain of sand, a certain part of the sky, you can cover 1,500 galaxies bigger than ours under that penny. <laughs> I said to myself, and, 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 and these people sit blaspheming this God I'm talking about. You better thank God for his long-suffering, buddy, because that brother told me the other day when he was watching that float go down, Baton Rouge, Street, he was waiting for fire to come down. <laughs> I said, brother, we better thank God for his long suffering. Hallelujah. We better thank God for his mercy. Hallelujah. But to see God in, in, in such a small light, to compare him to a tree. They got people in India. They worship millions of gods. They'll stop and worship a a polycommonor. That's how bad it is. Do you know India was a Christian nation at one time? 
India was, was uh, evangelized by uh, Timothy, not Timothy, uh, uh, Thomas, Doubting Thomas. They say he's the one that evangelized. India was a Christian nation. Look at it now. They won't eat a cow because they're scared they're eating grandma. Goodbye, grandma. They, they think everything is a God. How deplorable. A pile of cow manure compared to the... the <laughs> where's man going with this, man? How, how bad is it getting? It's dark. It's dark. It's dark in, a, in this world. And he says here... Now, this is not politically correct, okay? Because I'm going to read some stuff that the Bible says. Because if, if you tell them what the Bible says, they get angry. See? They figured a, a new kind of God. They got, they got a God that don't mind adultery, don't mind homosexuality, don't mind lesbianism, don't mind murdering babies. He don't mind that. That's all great for him. That's their God they made up in their mind. But it's not the God of the Bible. Right? <clears throat> in verse 21, because, as they, because although they knew God, they did not glorify him not God, neither were they unthankful. Verse 21, chapter uh, Romans, for chapter 1, verse 21. Let me read it again. Because although they knew not, although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God. They knew there was a God, right? That's what he's saying. Even though they knew there was a God, they refused to glorify him. And when you say that, you know, it's better you don't know, the Bible says, than after you know. To turn away from it. It's like a dog turning back to his own vomit. Listen, I'm being explicit tonight to this afternoon, this morning. You ever seen a dog turn around and eat his vomit? But that's how it is for a person to backslide, knowing there's a God and, and have an experience and go back to his old life. It's like a dog going back to a pig that was washed. Listen, you can take a pig out of the mud. You can soap him in shampoo, put perfume on him, put a bowl on his head, and make him look as pretty as a... Let him go. <laughs> He's going right back <laughs> in the mud. <laughs> He'll eat anything. My wife was raised up on a farm. He said, Dad, you Lawrence raised something now. Your pig will eat anything. I don't think he has a taste bud. I'm going to be honest. I just think he got a, a gut. <laughs> but anyway, it goes on and says in verse 22, professing himself to be wise. And you, you look at, like, like I said about these people like The View and, and our own president and our own vice president and, our, and our, even church people. Let's forget about that. They're lost. We can expect that. But when preachers do it, I heard a preacher the other say it was okay to be LGBT. You could come in our church. He needs to get saved. And he has thousands sitting on there listening to this blasphemer, calling God a liar. Well, let me tell you what the Bible says, okay? Before I go too far. They did not glorify him. I needed what they thank, but became futile. I'll use it or, or in, in, in their, their thoughts. And their foolish hearts was what? Darkened. This is before something gets dark. You have to have light, right? They had some understanding. They knew better. They knew that God was real. They knew that God was light. But yet they chose not to worship him. They chose not to glorify him. Then they started, listen, you're going one way or the other. You're either going to God or you're going from God. You're either drawing toward the Lord or you're drawing away from him. Everybody I know that has backslid on God has went into some of the most wickedest sin. Come on. And listen, I don't want to get off in that stuff. I can, I've seen it years and years and years. People taking, they're leaving church, backsliding on the, just, you, you can backslide in church. You want me to tell you that? Because some of you might not believe nothing I'm saying this morning. Or you all might believe in it, okay? But you're only going one direction or the other. You're either drawing to the light or away from the light. It don't yet appear what we're going to be, the Bible says. But when he comes, we're going to be like him, right? God's going to give us a new body, a new glorified body. We're going to bella. We won't have to worry about sin anymore. When Jesus comes back and we're raptured out of here, we're going to be just like him. 
we're going to have that glorified body. Never have to worry about debt. Never have to worry about sickness. Never have to worry about disease. Never have to worry about sin. You're sealed. That's it. <laughs> You're going to be with Jesus forever. Huh? Well, that's great. Huh? Thank God we have hope. <laughs> I remember talking to a Jehovah's Witness one time. And it, they don't believe in heaven. They don't believe in, there are a lot of things they don't believe in. And I, started, I said, man, there's a lady. I said, what hope do you have? And she stops you, listen, don't believe in healing. Don't believe in miracles. Don't believe in all this stuff that we as Christians enjoy. Because I've seen it many times happen to me. And she looked at me. I said, I'll tell you what I believe. <laughs> I said, Jesus Christ is coming back. And I'm going to live with him one day. You hear me? And I'm going to have eternal life. <laughs> Look at that lady, guys, quiet, man. It's like a, you could have heard a pin drop. She's like she was saying, at least he has hope. <laughs> Come on. Why would I want to follow a dead religion that offers no hope? Jesus offers us hope of his, his return. When I look at darkness today, when I see today, I don't want it. I'm going to be honest with you. Please forgive me. For, y'all, y'all might take me. I have, no, I have confidence in no, no government officials right now. Seriously, I'm scared. I see death. I can see the decisions they're making. I can see the blasphemous statements they're making. And they got their croonies on television doing all that, the media and, and all that. And, and listen, the other, the other night, I never watched it. I just saw the previews on the news. Uh, the Grammy Awards. Let me tell you something. CBS came out before it started said, now we can worship. I said, worship what? Do you, you see that deplorable stuff? They were openly committing satanic worship on television. And I said to myself, is that what America's coming to? <laughs> Seriously. Is that how far we've gone? And, it, and it's accepted. In modern America, we're in trouble. I, listen, I don't know about you, but to say I have a holy fear, that's what it is. I'm scared for this nation. Because if God don't judge it, he owes Sodom and Gomorrah an apology. Yeah. And believe me, God does things righteously. The only reason I believe personally God ain't ended this country today is because there's more than ten righteous in Remember when Abraham, Right? Abraham pleaded with, 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 the, with the Lord and said, if you find ten righteous, said, if I find ten, I will not spare it for the ten's sake. Let's got more than ten in here. <laughs> Come on, Jesus. We better keep this little church going. We're, listen, we're, we're giving America hope. <laughs> Come on, Jesus. Huh? We're giving America hey, we, we We're protecting them. Let's stay faithful. <laughs> I'm not going to keep you too much longer today, seriously. I say that. How many times I said that? How many give me five minutes? Nope. No, y'all better not. Five, 10, 15, 20, 25. 30. <laughs> I learned it from Brother Mike. <laughs> he taught me some bad habits. <laughs> and everybody raise their head. Five, 10, 15, 20, 25. 30. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. No, I won't be that. <laughs> Y'all need to pray for me, all right? Hallelujah. Pray for me. <laughs> Professing himself to be wise in verse 22, they became fools, changing the glory of the corrupt, incorruptible, perfect, holy, righteous God into image made like to what? Corruptible man. They were idolatry. For they were worshiping images. They made animals and people and Listen, I'm going to say something to you, okay? And this is, listen, we all come out of the Catholic Church, most of us. An image of Jesus or Mary or angels or anything is, is, is idolatry. God says in the very beginning, he says, don't make unto you any graven images of any likeness of anything. In heaven above, on the earth beneath, or beneath the waters, like fish or, or anything. He commanded, there's nothing wrong with having Let's see, get a little ceramic cat or something. That's not what he's talking about. (laughs) 
He's talking about placing something in worship, right? It's something that, that you put above God. It's forbidden. And men have gotten to the point where they, listen, look like, like, like NFL, and I know lots of people like football now. That's them. I, I've chosen God away, getting away from it because it looks more like a religion than it, anything else. Look, they, they'll, they'll put a, uh, uh, the Rams, and they'll put the, uh, the Bears, and they'll, put, uh, they'll have images of, you know, when you think about a football team, you think of an animal. And our team, the Saints, sure ain't no Saints. Hallelujah. They're not. Uh, but most of these teams are named after animals. And if you go to their stadiums, their church, they'll have that, that image right in the front. Right? Like you do with the high school football teams. And listen, I, I, I used to love football. And I'm not, a, you watch football, that's between you and the Lord, okay? That's not what I'm saying. But look at presenting, look what it looks like. Look, seriously, you go to a ball game, they'll have big cheeses on there, they paint themselves blue in, 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 in freezing temperatures like some kind of nut. But you come to church and you shout a little bit, they'll say, you're crazy. <laughs> really? I said, well, I'm worshiping my God, you're worshiping yours. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And the point I'm trying to make is that when you start allowing things of worship other than the Father, that's what he's talking about. Listen, why Sunday? Why not play football on Saturday? Because Satan knows he can keep people out of church on Sunday and away from the Word of God, right? So they got their religion. It's the word, it is, listen, somebody carrying a pig's bladder or a cow bladder across a field makes somebody almost jump out of a pew. That's something wrong, bro. Yeah, he made it all the way to the end. <laughs> I thought but I thought about that stuff. I said, what? What is that? I mean, seriously. Yeah, yeah. He can run 100 yards and nobody caught him. He jumped. You would think heaven came down. I mean, you think the rapture happened, man. People are worshiping and jumping up and down. Seriously, I thought about it. I said, that's just me, okay? I'm not knocking. I'm not talking about anybody else. I, I, I saw it. I saw it, and I, and I don't want nothing to do it no more, okay? Now, that might not be your conviction, okay? That's not what I'm saying. But for me, it's America's new church. Seriously, on Sunday. They, 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 you know, so I got to the point, I was coming to church here. I, I, I couldn't wait to hurry and go listen. To, I'd get out of church, and he was, the saints was winning the football game. Well, Brother Mike was preaching. I'm ashamed of myself, Lawrence. <laughs> what an what a, what a example, man. Don't do it no more. I don't even want to, I don't think I want, we even watched one this year, Jen. Two, three years, I'll just, no more. And again, that's my conviction. Please don't feel, I'm, done, I'm just telling what I saw, okay? What was happening to me. But it says here, verse 24, Therefore God gave them up to uncleanness, to the lust of their own heart. Listen to this. Dishonoring their bodies among themselves. Oh, we're getting a little, a little close, huh? What does that mean? It says, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worship and serve the creature or create, creation more than the creator. They put more emphasis on animals and birds and trees and everything else but the Lord, right? Doesn't that sound like we were living the days we're living in today? Who is blessed forever, Amen. For this reason, God gave them up the vile passions, wicked passions. They did things that were not natural. What were those things? It says, for even the women exchanged the natural use for that which is against nature. Likewise, the men leaving the natural use of a woman burning in their lust one for another. Does, the, does your Bible say that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, but preachers are not accepting it. They say, oh, that's perfectly all right. As long as you're saved, you can be a homosexual, you can be LGB, you can be. No, they cannot be a saved and be a homosexual. My Bible says it's sin. It says right here, watch. Leaving the natural, uh, natural use of a woman, burning their lust one for another. Men with men. Committing what is shameful, 
sinful and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error, error which is due. And what is that penalty? And even as they didn't like to retain God in their, their, their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased or a reprobate mind. To do those things which are not fitting, being filled with all unrighteousness. I'm reading the New King James Bible. Sexual immortality, wickedness, covetousness, malice, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil, mindedness. They are whispers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud. Man, that's a list, huh? Inventors of evil things. Disobedient to parents. Undiscerning. Untrustworthy. Unloving. Unforgiving. Unmerciful. Who know in the righteous judgment of God that those who practice such things are deserving of death. I'm going to tell you right now, you can, you can open a newspaper today or put on a newscast, and when all this stuff is glorified, the, the Grammys and all this other stuff, that's what you saw right here. Depravity. The mind is sick. They reprobate. They have no fear of God. They're, gonna tell, they're telling God to shove off. We don't need you. We're going to live our lives the way we want. Remember in, in the first book of Genesis when I read that to you? I said their hearts are, 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 are wicked continually. They're deserving of death. That's what the Bible says. Your sins have separated you from God. The wages of sin in Romans chapter, uh, chapter 6 verse 23 is death. And we're living in dark days. Listen, I, I've been a Christian a while now. And I saw some bad stuff. And those that had been here before me saw some bad stuff. But not like I'm seeing today. There's no shame in people's face no more. Things that used to make you blush. At least it done that. It don't, no more. People, people look like, I mean, they come out of another planet somewhere. It's, just so, it's so stupid. So sinful, it's unreal. But I remember that time when Jesus saved me. And I said it before, and I'm fixing to close. Because, man, it stirs my stomach. To know that we can sit in a time that we're sitting in today. With dark days, like, you better come and serve God with your life. You want to make it? Seriously, do you want to be judged like these people will be judged? Because it is ha- going to happen. It is going to, judgment is coming. People in this area that don't like this little church better thank God it's here. Because if it wasn't, the believers that are here, God's people, is the only thing hell holding God's hand back. If I find ten righteous, I'll spare it for the ten righteous. As bad as New Orleans is, there's more than ten righteous people in New Orleans. I believe they got godly people there. I'm not looking at the city. I'm looking at the Christians, right? There are Christians in Baton Rouge. There are Christians in Coda Home. There are Christians. Listen, you better. <laughs> and when I hear them blast, when I hear them, them people on their programs, the only reason they're alive today is because there's still a body of Christ in, in, in America. Right. That's the only reason that they're still walking around, running their mouth. It's because there is a church. When the church is out, all hell's going to break loose. Because Jesus said, Paul said, there was coming a day the dead in Christ shall rise first. And them which are alive and remain shall be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be. I'm looking for that day. I'm looking for that day when Jesus Christ is coming for his church. Listen, I told a lady one day, Listen, I'm, I'm a pre-trapper. I believe he's coming before the tribulation period. If you ever studied the tribulation. But there's no promise that I don't have to die before that happens. Because there are people in Paul's day was waiting for the same thing me and you was waiting for. And they were killed by lions, torn by beasts, slain and cut asunder, cut in half. Did everything they could possibly. But they never gave up. And it's, it, the, we're, we're living in, there are people in our own government hate the church. They hate the church of Jesus Christ. This is the only thing that's stopping them from doing what they really want to do. 
Because they can't handle the Holy Spirit. They can't handle the truth. They can't handle God's convictions and God's power. That's the only reason. That's why they, 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 they jump on a lot of these, these other preachers that don't say nothing about sin. We need to say something. Sin is destroying America. Remember I said, oh, well, it's not a skin problem we have. It's a sin problem. Because everybody, it don't matter what color you are, the heart is wicked. You get what I'm saying? No matter what, what creed is out there, the heart is wicked. Men are killing each other, hating each other. I've never seen it that bad in my life. Every day on the news, somebody shot somebody. Somebody, somebody's drive by or go in somebody's house and shoot somebody. Somebody's burning something down. Somebody's hating somebody. All that money you all spent to try to correct our culture problem in America, and it's worse. Come on, Lars. You, you hear what I'm saying, man? All y'all... It's worse. We were going to solve the hunger problem in America. We've got more starvation than we ever had. We're going to throw money at it. We're going to solve all the diseases. We've got more diseases than ever. If we'd only do what the Bible says. Right? It's dark in America. We've got a dark government. We've got a dark, dark leadership. We've got... Christians that are backing up on God and turning into things that are not godly. Listen, I'm, I'm going to challenge you, praise God. Listen, I'm not, I'm not your God, okay? I'm not your judge either. But I know one thing God demands, holiness. There's no way in the world, the Bible says, be holy from, what is that word holy? It means to be separate. If, if, if you're living in this world, y'all got two little babies. You got to raise that, you're responsible for that little baby, not, not me. You're responsible to raise, I'm not picking on you, brother, but you're responsible to make sure that baby's raised up in the Lord, right? You're responsible to make sure they know God's ways. Listen, Isaac, when he was a little baby, Isaac was stubborn, man. Listen, I had to climb on that little boy, my son, he's married to Brother Lawrence's daughter. And, and listen, one day he lied. And she, most Christians, oh, you don't need to, listen, in this church one time, I remember, he was running around, he's a little kid. I took him outside. I gave him a, what you call a, seat, a board of education on the seat of learning. You're not going to disrupt this church. So. I'm saying? And he was, he was old enough to know better. Not like your little boy. He was old enough to know better. And, and, and when I got <laughs> listen, one time he lied to me. I said, son, you lied to me. And he knew he was getting it. Listen, me and my wife never, never, she, when you attack a child with anger, that's the wrong way to do it. When you discipline them in love, knowing it's to benefit their walk with God, then you, listen, I said, son, you sinned against, you lied, son. How are you going to tell a five-year-old, you, you, <laughs> you sinned against God? And I'm not joking with you, my wife, tears started running out of his eyes, man. Five-year-old boy. It hurt him more to know that he had sinned against God than the weapon I just, I'm about to give him. Because he understood he offended, he offended God. Now he's a preacher. Now he's, he, he's, he's teaching people about the Lord now. Praise God. Listen, you want, listen I'm not saying he's perfect, huh? but he, he's, on, he's on the right track. And he's, 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 doing, he's preaching the gospel. Let me ask you a question. How do you see this world? You don't hate it. I'm not talking about the world. I'm, I'm talking about the society. I'm talking about the people. I'm talking about souls, okay? But I hate what I see is happening. I hate to see homosexuals parading down Baton Rouge streets, sticking a, a penis right out of a, a, a thing. And they're worried about sexually molesting little children. You ever heard on TV? That's the big thing now. Oh, we're sexually offending. What is that? Who, who was arrested for that? Huh? Nobody. Matter of fact, the, 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 the government officials were riding on the floats. Does that make you angry? They're the ones making you laws. You hear what I'm saying? They're the ones <laughs> supposed to be the ones setting up the standard. 
but nobody sees it. But as a Christian, you ought to see it. It ought to make you angry. It's happening in Louisiana. Listen, if you want to stand up, we're going to pray, okay? I'm going to ask you a question. And this is serious. I didn't know what I was going to preach this morning. I said, and I remember the Lord brought back to my mind that video. That we're living in dark times. I wish it was a better message. I wish I, I, wish I could say everything is great. I wish I could say everybody's fine. But it's not. These preachers that are standing behind pulpits lying to people. Saying everything's okay. Everything's fine. We're just going to love people in heaven. Come on, be for real, man. In the days of Noah, God loved these people right in the hell. The love he had for Noah and his family. Because if Noah wouldn't have stood for the Lord, you wouldn't be here today. <laughs> Stop and think about that one incident. If Noah would have said, I'm going with the world, God would have ended life on this planet as we know it. Thank God for Noah. Somebody say, thank God for Noah. <laughs> Lord, we thank you for this morning. And Lord, I thank you for what you're going to do this very day, teaching us how to live for you. Father, I just thank you for the cross. And for Jesus, who died on the cross for our sins. Lord, be with us as we end this day. And Jesus, I want to play that, Lord, put that CD back on. You know that, that song I sing, I'm going to sing it again. And I want you to meditate on Jesus, okay? This is what God did for you. If you're born again today, you're not going to hell. Come on. If you're, if you're, if you're born again today, you're going to be with Jesus. For what he did at Calvary 2,000 years ago. See, Adam failed God. But Jesus didn't. <laughs> Adam actually came to the earth perfect. He knew no sin until he, until he disobeyed God at the tree of knowledge of good and evil. He didn't know what nakedness was. He didn't know what evil thoughts were, but he decided to disobey God one day. And it brought death to everybody and sickness on this planet. You can put it on, Lord. I'm going to use this mic right here. I may love the Lord. He came from Galilee, a carpenter by trade. Came to build his father's church on plans they had made. His destiny was Calvary. His mission would not fail. He built his church. On a rugged cross with three old rusty nails. His church is still standing, it will never fall. Blood stains its foundation, and faith put up its wall. The whole world may come against it. They will not prevail. He built his church on a rugged cross with three old rusty nails. We serve a good God. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Bricks and stones, themselves alone, on everything it takes to build that can stand so strong when this old world begins to shake. Fools can build its buildings tall. But they will be so free. 
compared to the church that Jesus built with three old rusty nails. Yes, Lord. His church is still standing. Yes, it will never fall. Blood stains its foundation and faith put up its walls. The whole world may come against it. It will not prevail. He built his church on a rugged cross with three old rusty nails. He built his church on a rugged cross with three old rusty nails. Hallelujah. God is good. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen.